Welcome to Malachi's Message Toxic Mold Sex Story Series, co-hosted by the co-founders of Malachi's Message, Emily Rochelle and Elizabeth Kirk. Here we will be interviewing and hearing from people who have been through mold. We hope that this helps others feel not alone, not crazy, and that it gives them the strength, hope, and resources that they need to continue on in their journey. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Malachi's Message Toxic Mold Sex Stories. I'm Elizabeth Kripe, co-founder and executive director of Malachi's Message. Today, it is my privilege to have on these two beautiful people here. I know them as mom and dad. Y'all will meet them as Deb Newsma and Dave Newsma. If you've heard any part of my story, you hear that my family took us in from out of state. They actually put money together and flew us to stay with them for about four months. Um, My parents are the two that took in myself and my two daughters at the time, one and three. We thought it would be interesting to have a perspective from family. We've heard from a lot of people that are friends of Malachi's message that their family may not understand what's going on, or they have a hard time grasping the concepts of how toxic mold can actually be and how it can impact a person and their family. So we wanted to give people a little bit of an outsider's perspective on how the perceptions have changed from watching family members go through it. So uh, it's really weird to say this, but Dave and Deb, thank you so much for coming on today and being willing to share your perspective on mold. Our privilege. (laughs) Before my family experienced what we experienced uh, with being exposed to toxic mold and having to leave literally overnight and essentially not having a home for four months before that happened, what was your perception of mold or did you even have a perception of what mold was or what it could do? Um. You know, not really. We didn't, I didn't have a perception other than you would hear about it, but, you know, you was kind of, you didn't think too much about it. And you kind of go, is it really that bad? Because you've never experienced it. So you just don't think about it because it hasn't been a life experience. Yeah, I I agree with that. Um, We hadn't been exposed to it ever. Even when we lived in Canada for eight years where it rained a lot. It didn't seem like mold was one of those things that really had a place in people's lives. Yeah. So I'm curious, you heard, I mean, I, I have a good relationship with my parents. We talk often, my mom and I talk almost daily. So hearing going into us having to leave, hearing the constant account of having to see doctor after doctor, and then us calling and saying, hey, this is what's going on. We have to leave. We're not sure what we're going to do. Was there any point in there where it was kind of like, an, oh, that makes sense with the conversations that have happened leading up to this? Or was it a shock to hear, oh, you've been exposed to mold. Do you really have to leave? What was your reaction when that phone call came? First? Yeah, um, to be honest with you, um, getting the phone call uh, still wasn't um, a real reality yeah. check. Um, at least for me, the reality check came when we saw you and the girls get off the airplane. Um, because, you know, and I alluded, alluded to this before, 
the whole idea of mold and the severity of it was kind of out of sight, mm-hmm. out of mind, because we were never exposed to it. Yeah. And um, so, you know, we could think with all the, you know, doc- doctor's visits you guys had, we could think, well, they're just kind of sick and mm-hmm. not really understanding the reason why until we saw you guys get off the plane and then we go, oh, this is a whole different ball game than anything we've ever been exposed to. You know, the times that we would come visit you before this all happened, I remember thinking, oh, this humidity sucks here. And I remember thinking, why would anybody want to live in this? And um, the possibility of mold then became more real thinking, oh, you know, this might have something to do with it, with all the humidity and the, the flooding and, you know, all that. And then hearing all the times you guys were going to the doctors or the hospital or you were sick. And that was when we started saying, there's something wrong. Like, this isn't normal. You know, that somebody ends up in the hospital or at the doctor this much, this many times so sick. But with that, if you would have said to us, <laughs> well, the possibility is mold, that would have probably been option number 15, you know, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know, in terms of my perspective, because I was just so unfamiliar with it. So just so you all know, too, my parents saw us probably, I was trying to do the math last night, preparing for this about five months before we moved into the apartment. They flew out to Texas and visited us. Uh, My daughter had a dedication at church and they saw us then. And I even went back and looked at pictures and there was a stark reality difference. And I'm assuming this is what you're talking about when you say you saw us got off the plane and thought, oh man, they look terrible. There was a stark difference between what we looked like five months before moving into the apartment and nine months after living in the apartment. Was there that much of a difference for you guys too? thinking back going, oh man, after that, getting off the airplane, you looked way worse than you did when we saw you not even a year before. Oh, definitely. I mean, I remember seeing you guys get off and you had the dark circles underneath your eyes and you had the, the, I mean, it just, you just looked, the girls looked lethargic. They, it felt like they regressed backwards and from when we saw them last, I mean, as far as their speech went and if, even as what their hair looked like and what you looked like as, as far as just health, it was, it was just diminished so much. Yeah. You guys were in bad shape. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is the only time I'm okay with somebody saying you look, you looked horrible. You didn't look good. Um, so we lived with my parents for about four months during that time. Did you notice a difference with us being out of the environment of we, we call it the apartment from hell. Did you notice a difference in that four months? Was there a noticeable difference in the way that we looked in the way that we acted in the way that we spoke? Okay, so uh, I am guessing you're saying from the first day you came home to four months later when uh, you left? Yes. comparison? Okay. Yes. Um, Yeah, there was a marked difference, but the thing that still strikes me is uh, the occasions when you were living here, when like kind of out of the blue, your body would have this incredibly bad negative reaction to something. And, uh, you know, whether it was calling an emergency unit to come in or mom having to take you to the hospital, there was 
still that reality during that whole four month period of time where it was how you would respond to something was, you know, just in some ways shocking, but there was a difference in those four months from beginning to when you guys left. Um, but the other reality is your body was just going through a really difficult yeah. time. Yeah. I think for me, um, the thing that struck me during that time is because we knew nothing about it, but you were at the point of, I need to find out what's going on. I need to find out what's going to be best for my family. And even then we didn't really understand that it was that bad, but I mean, just watching you do the investigation of going to doctors and saying, Hey, I need somebody who understands what's going through for my body and then finding those doctors. The first one gave you some initial information that was good for you, but I mean, you went beyond. I mean, you got a good doctor, you got the essential oils because you knew um, that that was something clean and healthy for you. You got the air purifiers. I mean, all that stuff, I would have never ever thought about doing, but I mean, I was just so proud of you. Yeah, and and I was just going to say, I think the other thing, too, was, um, you know, in the beginning stages of it, even for you, it was completely unknown. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, my body is going through something, but I'm not really sure what it is, and I'm not really sure what I can do about it, and I'm not really sure if I can trust the advice of doctors because you got bad advice from doctors too. Yeah. Yeah. And not only that, but the cost of it too. I mean, you know, cause insurance doesn't cover a lot of that. And so watching your family go through, how do we navigate losing everything? Yeah. And then how do we get physically better in our budget? Um, but it, that, I mean, that's just really, that's just, that was really hard. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing too, that's really kind of funny when I look back at it is you were trying to, and maybe we'll talk about this later, but you were trying to navigate diet. And that was a complete unknown in a lot of ways. And I remember thinking, okay, and this is part of, out of mind, um, out of sight, out of mind. There were times when you would say, well, no, we can't eat that. In the back of my mind, I'm going, well, that's really stupid. Sure you can. <laughs> because I didn't have any knowledge of it, you know. And, you know, it was kind of like guesswork. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, so it's it's kind of like um, you especially, but as a larger family, it's kind of like we were flooded with this new idea about life and how to navigate it. And we're going okay, we'll have to see what this is like. Yeah. Right. yeah. I, I have to give you guys some credit here, though, too. We have heard and talked to so many families where their families don't go beyond that point of going, well, that's stupid. Why can't you do that? They just stay there because that the unknown is too much, which I understand. But we've constantly, 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 Derek and I have told people how much you guys have always made sure that when we visit, we're able to just be loved and feel normal. And for those of you that don't know, my parents have 
air purifiers that we've recommended in literally every room of their home. My mom takes down every Scentsy thing, cleans with essential oil cleaner, make sure everything <laughs> is washed, washed into like the detergent we can use. So we are very fortunate and we understand that, but has your purse. So I'm curious, has your perception of the damage that mold can do? Has it changed? Cause it's been three years for almost four years in July. It's four years that we started this journey and literally we started it with you guys. You have, my mom has been to more doctor's appointments with me than I think anybody has, has your perception of the damage mold can do. Has that changed at all? Um, definitely it's changed, um, because we've had to walk with you. Um, I think, you know, when, uh, I mean, boy, there's so, so much going through my, my brain. I mean, just for instance, when you had to have surgery, this is when you were back in Texas, I mean, that somebody would shut down a whole surgery center just to make sure you would be okay. Um, you would think what, what in the world? But when you walk through that, you begin to appreciate people who understand what you're going through and you can begin to understand the reality of what it is when it's out of sight, it's out of mind. And so it's really hard to understand that. I mean, going and talking with the doctor and hearing her voice, you know, if you do this, we'll see. But if you do this, you're going to feel a difference. And I mean, it really did. I mean, both for you and the girls, you know, I mean, it's to walk it with somebody, I mean, to literally help you not walk a couple times because, you know, because you just physically couldn't. So yeah, it, um, it dramatically changes. <laughs> yeah. For me, one of the things that I'm glad you didn't ask us to do was to change the toilet paper. We, oh my God! We haven't had to. We haven't had to make you know like a whole listing <laughs> lifestyle change, and that would have that would have probably put me over the top. <laughs> but, but seriously, uh, I think I, I think one of the things that um, still kind of smacks me in the face every once in a while is the fact that since we live in California. Um, the idea of mold impacting people on a broad scale um, isn't something that I think about very often. Um, obviously, whenever we talk to you, spend time with you and Derek and the girls, it's something that we're reminded of. But when you're not constantly in an environment where that may be a possibility, where you're having conversations with people who are constantly, who are facing that reality, you know, in all honesty, it's pretty easy to forget about it. Yeah. And, um, but, but our perspective has definitely changed. Absolutely changed hundred percent. It's not one of those things that you think anymore. It's not real. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, all in people's minds, they're just kind of making it up, you know, cause that's really what you, know, and that's what I thought initially. Yeah. You know, I, I maybe it's kind of like, um, someone who is someone you meet for the first time who's on dialysis you hear about you know the uh, negative impacts that diabetes can have and how it can destroy your body but not until you are with someone who is on dialysis and 
the struggle they have to go through every day that you go, oh, you know what? Okay, now that I'm exposed to it, I have a much better understanding. And, it's, and it's real. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm really tempted right now, Dad. I'm trying to think what the cleanest toilet paper is. <laughs> and in a few months when I see you, I might just give you an extra birthday gift. Uh-uh. Flip it in and see if you <laughs> notice. Just change out your toilet paper in your bathroom. Okay, well, I think what will happen is... Um, I will tell you that I will change it out, but you won't really. (laughs) Oh my gosh. My mind is so gone now. No, but we, uh, (laughs) so gone, but, but I know, um, my parents have seen the worst of it. Literally my mom has seen the worst attack I've ever had, where I remember not being able to talk or walk and my eyes rolling to the back of my head and her having to be my advocate for doctors until we found an emergency room doctor that didn't think I was absolutely crazy for what I was going through. But I, I hope there are some other parents that we know are going to be listening to this and hopefully it helps them breathe a little bit going, okay. Like this is a longer process. It's not something as moldies we expect people to just jump on and go, you have to understand it right away. Like, I don't, I hope we never put that pressure on you guys. I hope we just kind of tried to live our life. And if no, we did, you gracefully handled that. Yeah. But I, I think, I, I think one of the, um, one of the realities, and I want to include Derek in this conversation. Um, as it was becoming clear the severity of what you and the girls faced, um, your husband was mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like there were so many times when he could have said, well, you know, this can wait till tomorrow or this can wait till next week. But he jumped on it right away. You know, if that meant him having to leave work, if that, you know, meant him losing sleep, whatever it was, you know, he jumped on and he said, oh, I need to take care of my family. And this is something that I know for him initially was an unknown too. Um, but, you know, that didn't stop him from stepping in the way he needed to step into. Yeah. Yeah. He said no tears. I was not going <laughs> to cry this interview. Yeah. You know, I think one of the things too, if I can encourage, um, families to going through it um just listen to them and believe them you know i mean i know there's always questions in the back of your mind of how real is it um but just different little things that you can do i mean i know you provided so much for us like the air purifiers you're like well mom we really need these you know and initially you're going is does it make that much difference and it really does make that much difference. I mean, having the infusers, infusers, is that what they're called? In <laughs> each bedroom for the girls. Diffusers. Diffusers, there you go. <laughs> I mean, but little stuff like that, that can make a big difference when family come, you know, to visit. It, it takes, you know, listen, just listen. Just listen to their needs and what their wants are and their desires. Yeah, you know, that's really good. Yeah, we like. Uh, No, go ahead. Uh Uh-oh, you froze. No, oh, did I freeze? There you go, you're back. Yeah, you know, I I mean, 
Yeah, go, go for ahead. it, Dad. No, go for it. And it's what mom was alluding to. I think part of the deal is um, you need to realize that a whole bunch of little sacrifices and little inconveniences are going to happen. And if you can accept the reality of that, um, I think it makes it um, it makes it a much more pliable situation. Mm-hmm. And you know, and and I guess if you love somebody, you go, okay, well, this is the way it is, and this is what I have to do about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we like to say that for those of us that have gone through it, this isn't the life we would have chosen. So we don't enjoy having to experience it. And it's not something we want for attention. It's not something we would ask family members. Can you please make all these changes just to get attention? There are other ways if somebody wanted attention, they could do it. And it's not, not through mold. No. And it's not through asking changes due to mold. What would be one last thing if you could tell somebody what is one misconception about mold that um, you had beforehand that is, that has changed since being around our family. Um, well, I think for me, one misconception is, I think, and I, I alluded to um, earlier, is that sometimes you think people are just crazy, you know, that there's, it's in their head, you know, just stop, you know, don't go down that road, just, it's not real. And, but that's not the case with mold, you know, it is definitely real and it definitely affects people. Um, I mean, this is something for the rest of your life you guys have to deal with. It's not going to go away. Um, And so it's, yeah, that's probably for me the the one thing. Yeah, I I think the unknown for me, um, and I don't know if it's a misconception, I'll just say it's an unknown, is um, when we talk to you in the kind of origins of what you were going through, I think a misconception would be, well, this is going to be like the flu. You're going to get over it. You're going to get over it, you know, really quick and life is going to be normal. And again, I'll go back to the picture of someone on dialysis. No, it's more like someone who's on dialysis where um, they may very, very, very gradually see improvement in their life, but it's not going to go away. Unless like with your girls, your girls are like, you know, 90% better than they were a couple of years ago. And what a cool thing it is that their immunity system is fresh enough to where they can deal with a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Right. yeah. But, but, you know, um, for those of you out there as a family, encourage, I mean, for you to go see a good doctor and to see what difference that's made, that's, that's key. So encourage, encourage them if that's financially, if it's uh, verbally, if however you can do it, if it's going with them, I mean, encourage them to do that um, and to give them the permission that it's okay to walk that road. I know I've told you this before, Elizabeth, that every step along the way, whether good or bad, it's like a stepping stone. And God has placed you in these positions because he's going to use you in for somebody's life. And it just takes you down this path. It's, you know, that's just the way it is. But God has placed you there for a reason. Um, and obviously, 
that reason is to encourage each other and to love each other forward. Yeah. Yeah, And I'm thinking of misconceptions. I think maybe the misconception I had before also was that toilet paper wasn't important. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, my father, you know me, this sense of humor. My husband laughs because he goes, you should just hang out with your dad. You have the same sense of humor. (laughs) So I'm not kidding. I probably will buy toilet paper. But (laughs) yeah, yeah, I I would. I'm going to add to that. I think um, looking back now, I agree with dad. Probably one of the things we the misconceptions we had starting to. And I'm going to add this and I haven't thought through this is that we thought it would probably get better to the point where we would just be healed mm-hmm. like a surgery, right? You have, you're out of work for six to eight weeks and it gets better and you're healed. And we've learned, obviously I have an autoimmune condition that will never go away now. Well, it's two of them that have come from old, but we've, we've learned that it's a lot of hard work mm-hmm. and our girls are 90% better because they have put in a lot of hard work, but it's, I agree. That was a misconception for us too. even two years in going, Oh, it's still, we're going to be fully better and going, no, this is, this is a new normal for us. This is a lifestyle change that unfortunately ripples out to our extended family because it's unfortunately a lifestyle change for everybody when they're around us too. But yeah, that's a really good, a really good point. It's a long-term thing. It's not a short-term and it's a long-term love for extended family, right? Like you guys get to experience the effects of a long-term love in being inconvenienced. My dad doesn't necessarily like salmon, but I think I make it every single time I come and visit and he gracefully eats it. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys so much for coming on and being willing to share your side of the story with us. It was, that was fun. It was our privilege. Yep, thanks.